YoFam, TulipTreeGardensCO.com. Have you guys gone to that website? Because you need to. Their CBD lines right now continue to evolve as this company continues to innovate some of the finest CBD blends out there right now. 1,650 milligrams of CBN? Huh? You having trouble going to sleep at night? Let's get some of that. Hey, you got some pain and inflammation? How about we go with a 5,000 milligram CBD blend, 2,500 milligrams of full spectrum CBD, and 2,500 milligrams of CBG, the mother cannabinoid? This is what we're talking about at Tulip Tree Gardens. I just spent the weekend out in Illinois with Rachel, Jesse, and the family. I've seen the whole operation. I've seen every aspect of it, and it is fantastic. TulipTreeGardenCO.com. Make sure you use the promo code ACME10 for 10% off on all their CBD and all their unique gifts online. Check them out. TulipTreeGardenCO.com. Support those that support the show. All right. Let's light this baby up. ACME Army Podcast. Yo, coming in hot again because the Bears took a beating that we had predicted. Uh, i tell you what, though. I think the Boomer was a little closer on his prediction than I was. But, hey, nobody's keeping score here. Acme underscore Army on Twitter. Appreciate everybody for following and engaging the last couple of weeks. It's been a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what, Thursday we got ARD coming on. Get ready. Asking about that time. Yeah. Buddy, how about them back? How about that knockout? Yeah, buddy right there. That's what I'm talking about, Eric. Uh, 24-14, hell of a knockout. Great weekend. And a pretty consistent game, right? Didn't feel like anything was out of control. Felt like, hmm, we're a plotting team, facing some adversity against the Chicago Bears, and then, bam! Well, we got problems to talk about right off the top here. Well, uh, we could do that. But one, I, well, no, I'm serious. Still fired we got to get to the we got to get to the crux of this because it's far more important. Okay. Now we have talked uh, ad nauseum for years. Yes. Um, about our comfortable, or how comfortable we are with the McCaskey family owning the Chicago Bears. Yes. And that the only way that that team is going to get into a winning mode again and be a threat to us again is for a change in ownership, change in coach, change in GM. Well, with the ownership clearly changed on Sunday, how do we feel about that being it's our own guy? I don't know. I don't. I, I think his return on investment right now, for what he's had to put into it, it's really just been sweat equity. It's not had not been any financial investment. So his returns are going to be in the hundreds of millions. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fantastic, you know. And now you got twelve guys and ladies, I should say, um, flipping out, airing off the bird. He gets up, he reacts to it, whatever. <laughs> but but have, have you seen any of the Chicago media? How horrified they are! Oh oh, this, this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. <laughs> Saying I own you to a bunch of you know. Uh, 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 People of color is a racist mark. That's the best one I heard from Chicago. Well, <laughs> that's funny. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I own you. I own you. I don't think that that had anything to do about uh, shameful yeah. past history in this Not country with slavery. I think it had a lot more to do with, say, for instance, 57 touchdowns and uh, 57 touchdowns and 12 interceptions in Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's owning somebody as clear as it can be. Yes, yes. Uh, 22 and 5 now uh, in total against the Bears. It's just, it is what kind of what we talked about the game being, though, Eric, right? It was going to be uh, one that we were concerned about. How are we going to focus on just Devontae Adams as the uh, pass catcher? 
That didn't happen. We saw the ball get spread out a whole lot more through targets. But we saw what we talked about last week, man. What we wanted to see was more running balance. The plays really equaled out. We saw production that was a slow-grinding kind of production. I mean, it was a close game. That Bears defense, we shit on the Bears as often as we can because the Bears still suck. But the point is, (laughs) the point is they have some good players on there. And and I think we learned a lot through that, more experience. You know, I mean, Jenkins gave up a sack. It was... Robert Tanyan, I don't know if wh- where did he leave his brain in blocking uh, aptitude this, yeah, this game. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's clear that. Let's clear the couple of problems that I have with the game. Uh, one, and you, you're you're spot on. Mm. I don't know what happened with with Robert Tanyan this offseason. Um, and he seemed like a guy who was going to uh, was on the verge uh, of exploding on this league uh, after last year. Um, he his his blocking was never good, but it certainly has uh, regressed. If anything, um, I don't know. I, I have that- the I know the exact reason. I know the exact reason why he's taking such a step back. It's because he went to that bullshit tight end camp with Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. They got all of his. I mean, they don't want to see another man rise above them. They put all their bad habits on him, screwed him up mentally, and this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're dealing with, man. Ugh, I don't know. It's brutal, man. It's brutal. I mean, some of the blocks, he, he just doesn't even look like he's even around. Um, like he's even focused on the game plan. So who knows? Check, check, check. We're going to edit right there. Eric froze. I was going to say you froze. I was just looking and, at your frozen smiling face commenting right. on it. Good. And you're back. Um, but Yeah, I was but, just talking about Tunyon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I second, couldn't finish second. up your thought. Well, second or third year that he's done this stuff. And, you know, when you're working with guys like uh, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, how can that not make you better? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't get it. I mean, I was really excited about that last year when we heard about it for the first time. What uh, what a collection of guys and a collection of talent to learn from, to be a sponge. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't know what's going on there. That's one, but one problem. The other problem that I have, and this really has been, uh, it's not something that's been debilitating, but it's the separation between having a winning offense and having an elite offense. And, and that is what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and a ball that's, that's traveling 20 yards in the air. Um, he's, he's been off this entire year. And that's something we, not, we need to get squared away. We're, we're, we're playing winning offense. We're playing winning football. But to get to elite, we got to start hitting I mean, a lot more of these 100 percent, and hopefully that happens when we get mvs out of you know ir and some of those other big play well players you know, get just, a little healthy but it, what i want to touch on though is we had 23 pass attempts eric you know 31 rushing attempts rogers had seven but that kind of balance is really he hits on a couple of those you know big plays and that's unstoppable you know that's unstoppable. we didn't go away from the run which i really uh, i really like to see in this game Agreed. Agreed. But I, I want to go back, you know, uh, the, the comment about MVS, you know, MVS uh, played two games um, and he got missed. What Roger said, he owes him five touchdowns. Yeah. So the, the problems were, were evident before he got hurt. I, I don't I don't know what the deal is. Rogers is still playing great quarterback. You know, that pass to EQ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How perfect yeah. the pass to Devante, the long one. Goodness gracious. I mean, he's hitting, but it's it's missing the dagger shots it's missing the touchdowns the long touchdowns and i think we're 
I'm not sure we've hit one this year. No, um, no, and we've missed Tunyon, you know, more than uh, more than we're used to. It's just it's it's weird to not see the involvement in the tight from the tight end position, the production from the tight end position this year like we have in the past. We're on a five game win streak right now. I mean, we're splitting hairs, Eric, right now, but still a little something like is this a shift on the offense or is this something that's just not evolving correctly? So, well, you know, with with, with Tunyon. You can you can explain the uh, significant drop in production because he's not being asked to play the position he did last year. He's being asked to contribute along the offensive line. That is not an excuse for missing blocks every week. Um, I don't know what's going on with that kid. Yeah, but yeah. I think we're going to see it. We're, we're going to see a lot more Josiah Degar moving forward. Well, started to see a bit of that last week. Yeah, and we continue to see what Mercedes Lewis does, and he is just a <laughs> big dog. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. the The guy's got a job as long as he wants a job. You know what I mean? As long as he's healthy and everything else, all he does is produce, and he's effective every time he's out on the field. I love, love him to death. But hey, let's just highlight this running real quick because it's impressive. Aaron Jones, thirteen for seventy six, five point eight average, long of twenty eight. Dylan, eleven attempts, fifty nine yards. He had that long of thirty six, which was a I mean, it was a brutal run, man. The kid, the kid, he has those great runs, Eric, and then he has, you know, jammed up at the line. Can't get, the, can't get the turbines roasting. You know what I mean? And uh, and that's just the bummer on that. But we didn't, we didn't go away from the run game as soon as he got plugged up a couple times, which I love to see. Um, what are your thoughts on that running game? Well, it's 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 the key to a successful offense. It's a key to having the kind of balance we crave and keeping a defense on their heels, not knowing whether it's going on the ground or in the air or by whom. I, I think it's fantastic. I think part of part of a little bit, you know, you want to be nitpicky here, but part of some of these issues that we're having on some of the runs is a banged up offensive line. You know, we get yeah. we get our all of our guns back and firing, and I, I really like the way things are going. You know, him sticking a foot in and turning on that run was just a thing of beauty mm-hmm. to have to have another guy who's really emerged. And you know, we all love Jamal Williams. What what a great packer he was. Loved him. Jamal Williams doesn't have what this kid has. Uh, yeah, this and Jamal a- Williams. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He's always a little nicked up. He's all nicked up right now over in uh, in Detroit as well. But shout out to Jay Well. Hey, I, I, just just to talk about the receiving right now. Devontae, five targets, four receptions. Jones, four for four. Lazard, five for three. Or three for five targets, five targets, three receptions. You had Mercedes had two. Uh, Amari with one. Amari Rogers. Let's just touch on him real quick. I mean, does that guy leave you? It's like when you get to the bottom of a nice uh, – uh, I, I love the straight up cake cones, you know what I mean? And if I got like chocolate ice cream on there, I love that bottom half. As soon as you get around the rim of that ice cream cone and you got that little <laughs> nice soft serve in there, and then you get down to the crate, the grate at the bottom, and you kind of slurp it out and then crunch that, you know, moist uh that's how Amari Rogers leaves me feeling every time I see him play. What are your thoughts? I think we just we haven't had a little chance to see him play. We're we're so heavy at wide receiver this year. Yeah. Um, he, he had a nice return, um, and I, I think he's, he's competent. He catches the ball and he moves forward. I'll live with that. Mm-hmm. As far as integrating him into the offense, that's that's something I think is gonna gonna take a little bit of time. But you know what a beautiful 
beautifully timed block by AQ Ugh. on that on that fourteen yarder to Rogers. Mm. Um, and you, you just you you just get teased. It, we're, we're teased mm-hmm. constantly by these guys. You know, EQ yep. teases us all the time. He has yep. for two years. But he was the guy that on that block, Eric. You went. That's why you got the roster spot, <laughs> baby. Right. Hell yeah, That's man. Right. It was beautiful. Right. I loved it. I loved it. Well, I mean, it, you know, DeGuar De- even got in the action there. But I, I do, what I liked was, you know, not 18 targets on one receiver, a couple other receivers on there. Now, Jones is the second highest receiver in the game, sure. But, man, he's effective catching that ball, Eric. I mean, he is just so damn good with the ball in his hands. Uh, you know, looked like he uh, let off the gas pedal going into that touchdown where he uh, <laughs> a little bit, but shit. Was fun. Well, and, and, you know, Quinn – Quinn almost made him pay. That mm. was, um, yeah, that was, that was a learning, uh, a teaching moment yeah. for sure. And Quinn, you know, after already at, by that point, having made the mistake of doing a belt in Aaron Rodgers's face, you know, I'm like, you know, that's going to come back to bite you. And it, it sure enough did. Oh, it does. Well, I thought, uh, you know, let's switch it real oh, quick. Wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Uh, let me interrupt you. The other thing, the one thing that I was kind of surprised by z- after what we've seen so far this year, Zero targets for AJ Dillon in the past game. I yeah. I just kind of felt like we were going to be throwing them the ball two or three times every game, mm-hmm. um, because boy, if you can, especially when it gets cold, my lord, if you can get him with a head of steam up. Mm-hmm. Mm. That well, that's <laughs> where I like Amari Rogers as well. Just that short game where we're just boom, 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 taking the pick, boom, 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 taking the deep throw. You know what I mean? And last night, last night in watching uh, Derrick Henry, oh. who. Dylan outperformed in the head-to-head matchup last year. <laughs> one of the things that that he does so well that I'm waiting for from Dylan, you know, I think the the, the gentleman from Tennessee is a lot bigger dude. Derrick Henry's a bigger. Oh, he's dude. six three, two fifty. Yeah, for sure. Right, you know, and so you, you got the same weight essentially in, in a compressed form, but that stiff arm. I can't oh, wait. Beautiful. I can't, can't wait for for Dylan to put somebody on injured reserve from a stiff arm oh it's something else because that's power well you know we talk about the running game if we talk about the running game eric we can't talk uh not talk about the offensive line and for the mix match you know band-aided up uh, offensive line we got man lucas patrick played a hell of a game at center he's he's great at pass blocking he's been on that offensive line he's real intelligent guy you know grades out well everything else passes the eye test but we got Bakhtiari coming back next week, potentially. Um, that gets everybody a little fired up. Or maybe he comes back for that Cardinals game on that Thursday night. That's you know, That might be another option as well. But from where our offensive line played against the Chicago Bears, which has a great defense, uh, the defensive line is awesome, their linebackers are fantastic, I thought we did a pretty good job. I expected us to have some sacks. I also expected some of those sacks that I put on Aaron a little bit. You know, So what are your thoughts? I thought the offensive line, offensive line did a fantastic job. I think stepping in, Lucas Patrick, I like him as your fourth or fifth guard or your backup center. I think he plays much better at center than he does at guard. Um, I think he allowed the continuity that we've sort of, you know, gets cha- changed every week. Um, but I thought he did an excellent job. I thought Elton Jenkins looked a little bit rusty, but to be expected. And, you know, mm. when you're playing against guys like Quinn and Mack, um, you know, they're they're the cream of the crop. They're as good as yeah. it gets. And so um, we're, we're going to give up some sacks. We're going to give up some pressures. Yeah. Normally, uh, normally we can make people pay for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope we get back to that. Yeah. Uh, switching over to the defense, you know, again, from a perspective on our stud, the predator, 
DC, DeAndre Campbell. He, he just played consistently again, but the player slash players of the game, let's go to you. Who would you give it for on the defense? Well, I think you know the first one, the easy one that jumps out is Kenny Clark. Um, yeah. Kenny Clark destroyed. But he got two sacks on, on the last drive. Pre-game, I, 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 totally. He was, but he, he was just, awesome. I mean, from from the opening snap, he yeah, was he in their in their backfield. Um, uh, he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, do you do you do you throw a designation out to Russell Douglas for not shitting the bed? Mm, um, you do. I mean, yeah. yeah you know, he he's got to be in the conversation. Absolutely, he's got to be in the conversation. Uh, Adrian Amos got robbed. Um, he's there. Yeah, that was an interception. Um, I, yeah, my my guy, you know, consistently. Did, what do we talk about, Dean Lowry? You know, and and how yeah. huge. I mean, the guy, the guy was he's playing a little differently. I don't know, man. I, I'm seeing a, a whole lot of positive effects of Joe Barry. Call me stupid. Call me a fucking you know fair weather fan. You know, armchair quarterback kind of guy. I, I watch a lot of goddamn football. But here's a point: we've seen Dean Lowry shit the bed and he did not shit the bed this week he looked really good our, I thought our defensive line with Kenny Clark I mean the man again their offensive line not great but our, our whew, you can see where we could be unblockable and really be a force with a couple more games building on this yeah you know we talked about why is Dean Lowry or Tyler Lancaster for that matter on this team um, before the season uh, you, you got to see and what did we say at the time uh, Joe Barry sees something in there that works with his system. Yeah. And we're, we're starting to see that on a weekly basis. And it's mm-hmm. great to see, you know, Lowry again, uh, played a great game, yeah. played a great game. And Slayton is getting, you know, 12 to 15 slaps a game. He's coming in and making a little bit of noise. Tyler Lancaster's mm-hmm. rounding back into health. It seems as though, God, you know, I hate to, to bitch, but, you know, where would we be with Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander back on this defense? Yeah. Boy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm proud of, though. I'm, uh, Eric Stokes is still <laughs> – Eric, he's a first-round pick. He's a rookie. And he's playing his ass off right now. I mean, still, he he's not blowing up the stat sheets. But he's covering receivers really well for a rookie leg. I feel good with him, man. I feel real good with him. But the player of the game for me is just it's gotta be Douglas. I mean, we saw what what, what Isaac Yadam offered us, and it was brutal. It was Again. brutal. Again. I I we were screaming at, you know, I wish we had Josh Jackson at times. It was just <laughs> it was brutal, man. And uh for him to come in in that series, just being signed, having a couple weeks in the practice on the practice field and man I was really impressed felt really good about him so he he'd be my defensive player of the game Thoughts? you know I want yeah I want to jump on uh, jump on Stokes uh, you know beyond you know all pro first name I mean you got to give that up the kids just ridiculously good that way but he's our number one cornerback this, this isn't a rookie who's coming in and playing number 3 or 4 and learning the game um, he's playing the number one cornerback spot mm-hmm. and he's been in the NFL for six weeks. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. The job. Think about that one. People chew on that one. 
when you get that uh, chewy side of the bacon, take a couple extra chews and just say, hmm, fucking first rounder. Yeah, boy, I mean, you a- look at how tough that position is, Eric. Look at Yadam, who we're talking about. Ovet, been there, is a pro. Look at the percent. If that guy walks onto any school gym anywhere, he's the best athlete within a 30-mile radius, right? Yep. And we're splitting hairs right now, but just looking at how good Stokes is, I, I man, man, oh, man. Our GM, pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's a home run, and that's the only way you could look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a late, a late first round draft pick. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, let's switch over to uh, what the defense did, though, because Justin Fields, man, not not great looking. I don't want to get into this game by any. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Khalil Hill Herbert, uh, Hey Bear. Uh, I picked him up on the waiver wires for my fantasy league. He threw down ninety seven yards, one touchdown. Big shout-out to you, kid. You're the only uh, shining star on that Chicago Bears roster. You know, and by three yards, he missed becoming the first running back to run for 100 yards against the Green Bay Packers this year. You know, this is really, and I'm stealing this a little bit from Packaday, but I heard something that was just really interesting. Got to give credit where it's due. But that's the difference, the sort of diametrically opposed um, way of doing business between Mike Pettin and Joe Barry. Mike Pettin... He gave two shits about what happens between the twenties. Hmm. You know, we see, how many times did we see two defensive linemen on third and one? Yeah, uh, that kind of shit. But yeah. you know what? When it came down to getting seven points in the red zone, uh, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. And we're sort of we're sort of much better now between the twenties, and we are historically bad. We're the worst team maybe ever at fifteen for fifteen. Um, <clears throat> that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, you haven't even forced a field goal attempt. I, I mean, I, I, I don't understand that, and it's, it's painful, and that's the kind of thing that, that uh, really needs to get scored away. Yeah. Particularly when you look at, you know, yes, we've got the Washington football team. They're still a football team. Yes, it's in Green Bay. I feel really good about that game. But then we start talking about short weeks in Arizona and Kansas yeah. City, and you can't, you can't give – an open pass every time you're inside the 20 to mm-hmm. those teams, or we will be in real trouble. Yeah. Yeah. True that. Well, the game coming up next week, uh, hopefully we got better refs uh, in this game. Uh, I don't want to bag on any of the refs. Why not? Cause you know, it usually goes well for both sides, but I, I don't understand how the ref that is 20 yards away is the one who calls the pass interference. You got two other refs in the end zone on the corners there on that EQ pass. And, it's it's not ruled a touchdown number one. It's uh, the, where's the holding? Where's the hold? You know, the, the it, uh, or the contact? It was the contact the, happened by the defensive player when EQ broke. It was he didn't touch was, him until he was after five yards down the field. It was and then so he mugged him. It was you so know, frustrating. Way, you know, you can you can you can do. Let, let's be fair. Um, let's be fair. Kenny Clark jumped offside. That shouldn't have been an interception. Khalil Herbert scored a touchdown that was called back. That should have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. EQs should have been a touchdown. Yeah. The officiating this year has been terrible. It's been absolutely horseshit. terrible. It's been horseshit. And how, how, how do you fix that? How does that get fixed? Is that, uh, that's got to start at the top at, at, at uh, you know, what, it, how did John, how did, how did John Gruden refer to Roger Goodell? Um, something like that. He's got to get that fixed. <laughs> um, well, you know, and, and I guess I, I, I don't understand why they don't involve more, uh, of the studio, you know, where you can have, you can have a panel. I think there's one or two guys there. You could have three or four guys that when these plays come up, 
the call gets at least correct. Yeah. The call gets correct. Yeah. I, I hate it when teams win or lose because of a terrible, uh, terrible uh, call or a series of terrible calls. And we've mm-hmm. been looking at an endless series of terrible calls this whole year. Yeah. And both for and against us. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, uh, hey, man, I uh, just want to, before we wrap this baby up here, I, you know, we can't just kind of discount what the Washington football team presents to us because that's a pretty good football team. Uh, that Tyler Heinke, Hanky, I love watching him play. Uh, granted, it's only been highlights until this week when I'll dive into some of their games and see what it's about. But they got a good team. They got a really good defense. And Chase Young, you know, I uh, Buckeye fan, uh, the guy is just such a monster and hmm, we're gonna have to get that into that one we'll get into that one on thursday a little more thursday night eric we got uh we got uh i don't don't even know how to tell everybody out there this is i mean we've had great guests eric our last 20 episodes have been some of the best episodes that we have had just in conversations i don't know how it's panned out for the listeners i've definitely uh, stepped down the production quality of the show but we have the ARD coming on Thursday night. How does that make you feel inside your belly? Can't wait to see him. Haven't talked to him this year. Um, he's avail- Apparently, he's unavailable on Twitter because I'm unable to get a hold of him. and I, It must be his fault. Um, I, but- I, think he, I think he blocked us, so I, I don't know. I shoot him a text message. But, but hey, can't wait. One of my what? one of the first guys we met. One of my favorites. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, can't wait to to hear how it's uh, how it is representing the uh, G carrying it in the yeah. uh, great city of Minneapolis. Yeah, and then we got uh, then we got uh, Twitter uh, queen, uh, Twitter royalty. Uh, I, I should say we got uh, Sassy Spice and uh, Kate coming back on soon. We got. Uh, uh, we got some other guys that we are working on, and it's just a scheduling nightmare right now. So um wish we could have somebody on us today, but we don't. But it's just you and I, and we got a lot to look forward to, though, in this week. So Thursday, again, ARD coming from number 40. He's been on so many uh, good episodes, but we have not had him on in a while. And ladies and gentlemen, put on your seatbelts. And just a reminder for start times for Thursday, I, too, will be on Eastern Time. So... <laughs> oh, nice. Makes it, yeah. Makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. You're going up to Lake Superior. Shut her down for the winter. That's good. Uh, everybody yes, out there. Thank you for listening. Following on Acme underscore Army. Listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, everywhere we're out there. Thanks for sharing with a friend. That is the fastest way for us to grow. And guys, dare I say we're the fastest rising podcast in Packer Nation, Eric. <laughs> yes, you dare. Yeah, I dare. <laughs> All right, man. With that, take us out, buddy. Well, hey, I just want to uh, say... Uh, enjoy you know there's going to be times in our life when we haven't had the 30 years of success against the chicago bears this has just been wonderful you got to savor these moments and and really appreciate how significant they are in terms of packer history and the the uh bitch slap for lack of a better term that aaron Rodgers did to the entire state of illinois was was monumental it's the greatest fuck off to chicago sports in history loved every minute and i love hearing them bitch about it you know yeah. you got you got grannies over there flashing the birds and Rodgers, you know turns into a racist or whatever <laughs> on the on the other side um with that profound celebration you also have to recognize sort of deep uh, deep disappointment and that apparently is what our, our friend Kawasaki Chris from Wausau 
um, <laughs> experienced when uh, you know shout out to Andy Herb or Andy Herman and uh, and Tick Pick. But apparently, when he went to the site, he was disappointed that the pictures he was looking for weren't there, and so that's <laughs> that's tragedy. So I'm, I just want to let him know that we got his back. Um, <laughs> we'll see everybody Thursday night with the ARD and go back, go. Another time.